0: three more Friends stars have posted personal tributes to the late Matthew Perry. Here's our entertainment editor, Peter Ford. Hi, Pete. Uh, this now means the entire cast has honoured their late co-star, right? Yeah, we've heard from them all. We talked about yesterday how two of them dropped and I said this seems to be coordinated and there's no doubt that it has been coordinated. They're all absolutely beautiful words. They're all great writers and clearly the love and the affection they had for Matthew was way beyond just being showbiz colleagues. Uh, Jennifer Aniston's is beautiful. I'm not going to sit here and read them all out to you because I won't do them justice but I would suggest to you go online and read them all in full. You can see here just the way you can you almost hear them talking it as they wrote it and I think that's what they all set out to achieve now Jennifer also showed a text exchange between her and Matthew that goes back in time but clearly indicates the kind of love and friendship they had you can see that's an actual text exchange that she screenshotted and put up there and she also chose a clip and I'm going to show you this clip it's it's a bit sad I'll warn you now but just to be very clear this is not a clip we've chosen this is the clip that Jennifer has chosen and put up to her social media to indicate the sort of bond they had. So yeah, she couldn't have chosen a better clip, (laughs) could she? And uh, David Schwimmer also put up beautiful words about their bond and their friendship, bearing in mind, of course, these were six young people who were pretty much unknown, presumably not very wealthy, who overnight their lives changed as being part of this worldwide hit show. David's words are absolutely beautiful as indeed Lisa Kudrow's and uh, it's not a competition, I know but her words were the ones that really got to me because she captured him so beautifully and I thought the thing that jumped out at me in Lisa's words where she talked about the fact he would turn up at work even when he was unwell. And I thought, what an extraordinary woman of insight and compassion she is to be referring to an addiction as being unwell or sick. And he, she said, even despite that, he still delivered and got the laughs and he needed to get those laughs. So they are beautiful words from his castmates and obviously really close friends, who they described as a brother, mm. today available. Go and check it all out in Yeah, full. beautiful Um, Just beautiful. You have details of a state memorial for late uh, Australian comedy legend Barry Humphreys. Where's this up to, Pete? Yeah, finally. Uh, So it's happening December 17. So by that time, it's pretty much eight months since Barry is gone. Happening at the concert hall of the Sydney Opera House. Now, tickets will be available as of tomorrow at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. There is a website address. It's a bit long and complicated. I'd like you to go to the Sunrise or Morning Show's Websites and we will have it there written down clearly in front of you. I don't want people to write it down off the screen and they, they miss out because they wrote it down incorrectly. But it, it's going to be a fantastic send-off, and uh, I think Australia probably needs to have this official send-off for him. And hopefully it's going to cover all the aspects of Barry's, Barry's life. I mean, we all think of Edna and we think of Celez, but there's much more to Barry. Barry's love of literature and art and music was very eclectic, and all those things will hopefully be represented so uh, tomorrow afternoon at two o'clock, I'm sure there'll be a lot of people from Melbourne, in particular, who might make the effort to get up there as well and be a part of it because yep. we know the backstory with Barry and the Comedy Festival Melbourne. Let's not go through all that again. Mm. But there was a problem there, and uh, so, but that doesn't mean Barry in any way was angry with the people of Melbourne uh, or the performers in Melbourne. Just one organisation. So just give us the date of the memorial again. It is December the seventh, uh, uh, the fifth. No, December the 15th, I'm sorry. Sorry, December December the 15th. Friday, December 15th. In Sydney. In Sydney at the Opera House Concert Hall. All right, Pete, let's move on. And music's biggest stars have come together for the ARIA Awards. Yeah, so this was last night. It was actually a really good telecast. It's a shame the show can't find a sizable audience for itself, but it can't. And you can see there, the stars arriving, fans there. This is what music and pop music and celebrations of performers like this should be about. And uh, Troy Sivan, now he's somebody who really has been on the scene now for, for many years, but it seems like he's suddenly gone to the top shelf. I mean, just a couple of days ago, of course, he got Grammy award, a Grammy nomination and last Night picked up four awards, including solo performer of the year. Regular visitor to this program, Emma Watkins, who of course is Emma Memma now, going under that name. She picked up the award for children's album of the year, and ironically, of course, she beat she got that by beating her old mates, the Wiggles. So that was oh. great for her. Yeah, uh, Kylie Minogue, of course. Boy, what a year she's having. She wasn't there. She, of course, is fully occupied these days in Las Vegas. And she picked up the award there for Padam Padam. And... I must say, in terms of the red carpet, I love Christian Wilkins. I mean, I've got to tell you, anyone who covers red carpets, there's certain people (laughs) you hope are going to arrive because you just know they're going to give you something that you can use. And Christian always delivers. Not entirely sure why he was handing out awards on the stage, but nonetheless thrilled to see him on the red carpet. 100%. 100%. Thanks, Pete. Great night all around. Thank you, Pete.